Hey everybody, it's Will with Schedulefly. Very excited today to be talking to Carmelo Pampolonio. Uh, Carmelo is in Asheville, North Carolina. He works at Chaipani, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal place. Um, and it's actually one of the sister restaurants of Buxton Hall. Um, we spoke with Teddy from Buxton Hall last week. Chaipani was the original restaurant started by Marwan Irani there in Asheville, and he's grown that group since then but it's a wonderful story uh marijuana story is is highlighted in our book restaurant owners on court part two and just a great story a great guy he's built a really awesome group and he has surrounded himself with phenomenal people like carmelo and um carmelo is a server and a bartender there at chaipani and was kind enough to take some time to talk to us today about his career and what he does and why he loves it so thank you carmelo yeah of course thanks for having me you bet, man. You bet. So, you know, I asked, uh, I asked Marijuana, I said, who are some folks that are work for you that are great at what they do, that love what they do and, uh, enjoy talking about it. So you were, uh, you were on, on his immediate response list, man. So tell me uh, a little bit about, um, uh, well, actually let's, let's start with this. Tell me a little bit about how you got in the hospitality business and, and when you got in the hospitality business. Oh, man, I have been working in the service industry since I was 15. Um, and I've always had outside passions and projects. Um, I, I'm an artist and I like working at nonprofits and everything. So uh, working in the service industry is really nice because it lets me have a little bit more control over my hours and everything. So I've just been doing that while I've been in school and working at other nonprofits and whatnot. And um I met some people in Asheville, like some wonderful people in the arts community and uh, at school. And a few of them, you know, worked at Chaipani and had some great things to say about it. Um, that it was like a very uh, wholesome and, you know, intimate group of friends who work there and everything. And it sounded appealing to me. So they helped me get a job there, I think, about two years and some change ago. Um, and I've, I've been there since. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, so, but you were already, so you were doing other stuff in Nashville and hospitality, but you moved to Chaipani for two years now. Um, did it, so you had a great reputation. Uh, what's, what has been the most, I guess, unique thing about working at Chaipani that maybe you hadn't seen other places you had been? Hmm. There's a couple things, actually a lot. Um, but I guess to, gets to the quick and dirty ones. Um, I would say one of the things that stands out the most is how, um, how close everyone is. It, it really is like a family, which, which is really refreshing and also strange and different for the service industry. But um, everyone knows each other outside of work. We're all friends. Um, a lot of people there, if not most, are in the arts communities, so we have a lot of concentric friend circles, and it's just nice knowing that, you know, when you go into work, you're going to be with friends, and everyone knows each other on personal levels and whatnot, and it's it's nice. It definitely makes you feel like, uh, you know, your, your homies have your back at work, which is, um, I, I think, a, a rare quality in the service industry, at least from my experience, so that's, that's a big plus. Um, another thing, really quick, is how... Um, how much we're encouraged to actually take care of our uh, customers, our patrons. Um, you know, if, if someone, we, we have this whole system called mind blasting and, you know, just a few examples of what that might mean. Um, 
one example would be like you know if a if a customer is deliberating between two items on the menu well i want this one but i'm torn between you know these two and you know they end up deciding on one like we have the uh power to just you know give them both and only charge them for one um you know and that's 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 really nice it helps us build a nice relationship with our customers and i feel like because we have the liberty to you know uh provide a custom experience um for our patrons that we have a lot of um dedicated regulars which is also a nice thing to have in a restaurant and you know you you go in and not only do you know your coworkers, but you know your regulars too and you know we all we all take care of each other it's a nice network what is that you said some what blasting what is it called mind blasting mind blast okay so you're yeah. blasting their mind because they're sitting there debating they're not sure they pick one and you show up with with both which right, right. Okay. And that's, that's just one example, too. Like, uh, I mean, mind blasting has a, a few different forms. It's pretty much just like making sure that the customer is comfortable, you know, and um, giving them what they want and taking liberties to make their experience special. Like, you know, if if they've been waiting in line um, for a long time, you know, on the wait list and, you know, they were really hungry, you know, like we can try and uh, um, get them something quickly uh you know that's that might be extra in the kitchen and you know on that note if there are any extra dishes we don't just like throw them away or you know we we always like go we bring it up to the servers um on the floor and just ask you know does anyone have any customers who could use a mind blast right now you know in other words like is anyone just really enjoying their experience or just being awesome or like super nice and talkative or you know enthusiastic and we just have the liberty to you know give them extra things and take care of them, you know, to an extent. Yeah. To an extent. Right. But that's okay. There's a couple of things about that that I, I want to unpack. One is that what I love about that is, is, um, the mentality of like, you can measure the cost of that. Okay. So the extra meal costs us X, whatever that, whatever the food cost is or whatever, Right. which you can't measure, which you guys are really good at. And this is, this is, uh, what you see a lot of within your organization in my experience is that's uh that's an immeasurable like the mind blasters the, the measurable is the cost the immeasurable though uh and the real value right. here is what that does to the customer the experience that creates the feeling that gives them the likelihood that they're going to want to return they're going to want to bring friends they're going to tell people about it all these things you can't add up and measure but you all know uh, are invaluable, uh, you know, like you said, with, within certain parameters or constraints. But that's such a great experience that, uh, well, I mean, frankly, it's rare these days for sure. So it yeah. really sets you all apart um, with the way you provide hospitality. I would imagine that's that's why you do that. Yeah, that's exactly it. And um, it, it really does work. It has immediate payoff, and that's that's very apparent. You know, it, I mean, one, it can make enthusiastic customers – all the more enthusiastic and even if like a customer is coming in and like they're having a bad day or whatever and they're just you can just tell like they're not really feeling too sociable like you can you know if anything extra comes up in the kitchen or you you feel like they could use a little boost in their day like we can we can make certain things happen to them and this is always of course like you know to to a certain extent you know we're not just like yeah a, a free restaurant or anything but it is a really special ability um, that we are given complete discretion over. Yeah. Um, and I feel like 
we've all found that right balance of like when to do it and what is appropriate and what works best for different customers and how to read situations. But, Mm -hmm. but it definitely has a good effect. People, it it has ripples throughout the community and, you know, even online uh, people, people leave Yelp reviews, people travel from all over to come to us and they, they, we have a guest book where people write about their experiences and, um, and we, as a staff, we read the Yelp reviews together and we read the customer guest book together and, you know, we, we try and stay in touch uh, with the level of, like, where our customers are at and what kind of service we're providing. And, and honestly, like, going and traveling, uh, you know, whether abroad or domestically, um, I, I really, like, when I go to restaurants, even when I get great service, I'm still just like, man, Chaipani just still has the best service. <laughs> that's awesome. Wait, is, that's really cool. So y'all read them together. You mean, do you guys, like, read them in team meetings or how does yeah, that? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Before okay. each shift at our uh, huddle okay. time is what we call it huddle time. Let me ask you this, uh, going back to the idea of the of family and how it's been different there. What, how do you think that, uh, you all and the folks that, um, run Chaipani are able to, I mean, how, what do you do differently? Like why, why is it different there and, and what's done that's, uh, created that kind of a culture there that you hadn't seen in your other experiences? Hmm. Uh, that's a good question. I feel like it, I mean, it, it must all... be very deliberate and intentional, I guess, is I'm assuming, yeah. but I'm just curious what that, how that plays out. Yeah, it's, I guess it all boils down to just wanting everyone to be comfortable. I mean, just, um, having a little bit of like humanity and turning the service industry into something that it has yet to become, um, and playing our small part in the larger, scheme of things um wanting everyone to feel comfortable wanting everyone to just like slow down or even meeting the customer at their pace like if they're in a hurry and they say it like you know i'll go back and tell the kitchen like hey you know this person's on their lunch break they're a regular they come in or you know even if they're not like they're really enjoying everything so far but they're in a hurry like is there any way that we could like you know get that tolly out a little faster you know and the kitchen's like more than happy to work with things like even with birthdays like we don't do like singing and dancing but you know we have desserts and you know we'll definitely make people make it worth people's while and um and whatnot but as far as like um cultivating a sense of of family and and just comfortability and kinship um i i just feel it's it's this spoken and unspoken thing at chaipani where that's just the right thing to do that's just how it should be like you should just respect people and you know um it's it's not so much like do whatever the customer says like it's really like let's do something for them to show that we actually care and that like we're people and they can like feel comfortable here and this is like a nice um comfortable safe space that um you know we're not only providing great food but just like the atmosphere is so important for that aesthetic experience of dining out and everything and and we want people to recognize that and um I, I definitely have a lot of customers uh, who come in, whether at the bar or at tables. And uh, Asheville is very uh, service industry oriented. We have a huge tourist economy, and that's pretty much what the city thrives off of. So a lot of people who come in who are locals work in restaurants, and they'll even comment like, you guys are so awesome. You treat me so well, so much. And they'll come in sometimes and like 
leave little gifts here and there and like whatnot. Like uh, we, we had this one guy who actually brought in pictures of himself. He was pursuing a modeling career and he brought in pictures of himself. It was the sweetest thing. And we printed out a picture of all the staff together and we signed it and gave it to him. And it was actually a really sweet trade off. I think he was um, planning on going out of town and leaving. So, um, you know, it, it does have effects. Um, people take notice <clears throat> of those just like small gestures of, of kindness. Um, so yeah, yeah it, sure. it is a nice sense of family there. For sure. For sure. I love it. Um, you know, the, um, those people that listen to this podcast, uh, I've heard me talk about this book before, but there's a book I read years ago, five or six years ago. It's called, um, drive. And then the subtitle is the surprising truth about what motivates us. Every time I talk to somebody who really enjoys what they do in this industry, it always comes back to what that book talked about, which is the things that really motivate us, you know, are, um, you know, you have to earn enough, of course, but money, people always think, you know, money is such a big motivator, but really when you dive into it, it's autonomy and it's mastery and it's purpose. Okay. So the autonomy, I mean, I hear that right away. Things like mind blasting, you have the autonomy to make these kinds of decisions, mm-hmm. um, and you have the freedom, as you said, uh, mastery being something of, you know, where you're, you're always working to improve. And I want to ask you a little bit about that, <clears throat> you know, your craft and, uh, and then purpose is, you know, working with a group of people for some kind of a purpose that's more than just getting through the day, which you guys clearly, clearly have there. So it sounds like all these things are fostered really well there and you all are thriving and happy because of those things. Does that make sense? Would you agree with that? I, I, I do agree. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of mastery that's very important. I mean, we have to make the dishes very specifically. They're based off of um, uh, recipes that marijuana and other head chefs have, you know, gotten from uh, going around India to different, you know, restaurants, culinary experts, street vendors, and a lot of them from marijuana's mom herself. So they're very special, you know, intimate um recipes and ways to construct the dishes and blend the flavors and spices and everything and you know even even if you're not you know on working as a cook or as prep like if you're working front of the house you still have to know everything because we also cater to special diets so like gluten-free celiacs um, a lot of vegetarians vegan you know you name it um, dairy-free we we like to cater to that we actually have a special diets menu so we all in the front of the house know the uh, ingredients and how everything is put together, like very specifically. So there is a nice degree of mastery to that. And also, I feel like on that note, um, there is a sort of mastery that should come with, uh, you know, engaging with your patrons. Like there should be like a nice equitable balance um, as far as like the power dynamic goes between um, customer and server. And um, I feel like we really have done a good job of striking a nice balance of making the customer feel completely comfortable while also being personable. And it, it, it makes the difference. But, yeah, those are three traits that I definitely do see at Chai Pani. Let, let me ask you a little bit more about um, the relationships that you all build with your customers. And what are some of the things that, um, that you try to do that you think are important to engage your regulars, because, and the reason I ask that is, this is a big thing on my, my mind right now, in our minds at Schedule Flies. There's two things that I keep hearing when I talk to owners. I always hear the hardest two issues 
I say I always hear, I often hear the hardest two issues that they try to address daily are finding and keeping good people, uh, which is mm-hmm. becoming more and more challenging. And then also building relationships with their customers so that they turn, you know, customers into regulars and regulars into, you know, avid fans and, and so forth. So you've talked a little bit about that, but I'm just curious what, what, what you all do very deliberately or intentionally to try to uh, engage your customers and grow, you know, the, the, the number of customers that become regulars. Mm. Um, well, we always, I, I don't know. I, I, from my experience, whenever um, I'm working with, with my coworkers there and let's say uh, we're all standing together like waiting for something to do or you know we're all working together in one area and one of the uh one of my coworkers gets sat with a table and they make a comment like oh they were in here you know, the other months or they were in here the other week or you know oh that person has a kid who came in here and you know they really liked it like we remember things i mean um it's amazing what you'll remember under pressure when you have to take a bunch of people's order at once and Mm. you know do it have a good flow and everything but you know weeks months later customers can come back and we'll remember them and you know in my experience everyone who works at chaipani greets them and says something about it like hey you were you were here last week i remember you ordered this or you liked this dish this way or something and there's always like those little comments that just help break the ice. Um, but on that note, I feel like it's also relating back to just how comfortable and amicable all the coworkers feel um, together, like behind the scenes, you know, like in the back of house or, you know, behind the bar or like before the actual restaurant opens and it's just us. Like we feel comfortable, like we're all friends and we can be honest and genuine with each other. And that puts us in a good mood. So like when customers and regulars come in, um, we approach them with that good mood and you know um there are always going to be those times where that doesn't make a difference with the customer and that's fine but like i'd say 90 percent of the time it really does and um it just creates an overall better environment um it's a very trusting caring environment and so when customers come in and um whether we've seen them before or not we just want to treat them with that respect like i i joke around with my customers all the time I have a really terrible cheesy sense of humor and um, it that's just my my vibe and you know I like to throw that at my customers and nine out of ten times they will throw it right back at me in quite an unexpected way too so there's all kinds of different ways to build relationships with them but um, we do try to let them know that we care about their experience like we all know what it's like to go out with friends or by yourself and you just want to have a good time you don't want any difficulties you you know you don't want um yeah you just want to enjoy yourself so and you want to be remembered too so we we try to to bring all that to the table with our customers gotcha gotcha love it y'all are doing it uh just really well i mean the reputation is is phenomenal uh with chaipani and all the all the restaurants within the group for sure man um let me ask you this you're a bartender and a server. Um, which is uh, which? Do you enjoy the most, or do or they just have you know? Do you, are they you enjoy both of them for different reasons? I'm just curious. I mean, that's uh, two really different roles, and and um, I'm curious which do you think you will you know may pursue more in the future, if any. Mm. Um, I I think I prefer bartending more for a few different reasons. I like making things, yeah. and I love making cocktails. I love when customers 
throw a drink at me that I've never heard of and I have to go find out how to make it and I love making it right the first time and I just love learning um I like being busy um and bartending has a lot of multitasking but I guess another thing too is that um, when you're bartending and you're behind the bar your customers are right there with you so they yeah you know it's not like you walk up and say hey and greet them and then you disappear for like 10-15 minutes and you know, there's there's that silence, uh, break of communication. With bartending, it's like they're right there, and you can keep talking to them, or they can see how busy you are, and they can, you know, get a sense of what it's actually like to, you know, uh, to be behind the bar and be working and, like, trying to make their experience as best as possible. But, I mean, also, I like having my own dedicated zone as well. Like, when I'm bartender, I feel good because I know my zone. It's the bar. I know what needs to be done. And I have yeah. a really good workflow behind there. But um, also, I just like talking about drinks. I think it's fun. And, you know, I never really got too much into um, cocktails until I started bartending at Chaipani. I was just kind of a beer and wine person but now you know I, I understand the art and the craft and it's just fun to me well talk about something you know I mean when I think of mastery bartending is certainly something you're you can mastery to me means something you're you never fully accomplished like you're always trying to get a little better um, of course mm-hmm. you can do that in any field but but bartending gosh there's drinks to know there's there's so much about that dynamic that um, that you can work towards uh, and, and try to master so I can totally relate to that um, yeah. Yeah. And the engaging of customers is fantastic because they are there. You, you can keep the dialogue running for, for an hour really with somebody as, as you're working and doing, um, which sounds like it fits your personality really well. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely nice. Um, well, Hey, is there anything else that, uh, I want to respect your time. Is there anything else that about what you do, uh, what you enjoy or anything else that, you wanted to share uh, before we wrap up? Mm, I, what would I you, let me I ask covered... you this. What would you say to somebody that came to you and said, I'm thinking about getting into the hospitality business because you've been with places that where you are now that you love, you've been with other places that maybe you weren't as like, what would you tell somebody to look for if they're trying to, if they're wanting to get into the hospitality business, what are some things that you think are important? Um, I always think it's important to reach out to, uh, friends or acquaintances who are already in that industry and see what their experiences at different places have been like, oh, hey, uh, this person works at <clears throat> this restaurant or this bar. What, like, what's, how do you feel about it? Do you have other people who you're really close to there? You know, I, I always just like to check in um, through my social network. And that's what I did with Chaipani, and I, you know, I'm still happy there years later. Um, I, I feel like that would be where I always, where, where I should direct people first. Like, do you have any friends who are working any places? And if so, have you talked to them? How do they feel about it? Or do you know of anyone who worked there in the past, like, and what their experiences? Because um, every place is radically different. And yeah. and that's not just the service or hospitality industry. That's just, that's every place. So, in general, I guess, if you're looking at getting into a field and you have a few different options, um, I always think it's a safe bet to reach out to people and see what their experiences were and to try and get a better feel before you just go in blind, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to learn what the culture is like because it's an important thing. I mean, you guys, that culture is such a big part of this. It's one thing to have a job and 
and, and earn an income. But, um, but if you're there and you're around people that, like you said, or if it's like family, that takes it to a whole new level. It's somewhere you want to stay. It's somewhere you want to grow. It's somewhere you'll, you'll learn more about yourself. You'll learn more about, um, you know, how to be, how to enjoy what you do. You'll, you'll get so much from the people around you. So that culture yeah. is such a big piece and y'all have done such a great job with that there. So, um, I, I tip my hat and, uh, listen, I thank you very much, Carmela, for taking the time. I know everybody that listened will get a lot out of this. Um, I really appreciate it. We love serving y'all and, uh, just love what you're doing. And, um, I'll be in Asheville in the next month or so. So I'm gonna make sure to come by and see y'all. All right. Sounds good. Um, and yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate you reaching out. Absolutely. All right. Have a good one. Thank you very much. Take care. You as well. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.